Grace be to you and peace from God our Father, and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus, the Christ. Amen. Our text this festival of the Holy Trinity is the Old Testament from Proverbs chapter 8 here, especially this portion. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of old. Ages ago, I was set up at the first before the beginning of the earth. This is the text. You may be when the church workers of our Eastern Circuit met for our regular conference a few months ago, our text study brought us to the account of Solomon's request for wisdom from the Lord. In that discussion, we considered the difference between knowledge and wisdom. It's one thing to know a piece of information. It's another thing entirely, though, to be wise. Pastor Worrell summed up the difference this way. I just love this. He said, knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing you don't put it in a fruit salad. Right? Pretty good. The point of Proverbs is the pursuit and embracing of such wisdom, living wisely as a child of God in His creation. And that is something we all can do to greater or lesser degrees. We all can apply our knowledge and understanding to the situations we face, can use our past experience to guide us in the choices we make and the paths we take. Some of those decisions are as simple and as trivial as the question, should I put tomatoes in my fruit salad? No. Don't do it. Others, though, are more difficult and of much greater consequence. Should I go to that party? Should I have one more drink? Do I invest in that stock or fund? Is it time for me to make career change? Should we get married? Should we have another baby? We can have all the information we need to make these decisions. We can have all the statistics facts and data right at our fingertips, but that won't give us the answers. To make these kinds of decisions takes more than knowledge. It takes wisdom. Solomon, of course, is widely regarded as one of the wisest people ever to walk the face of the earth. Perhaps the wisest of all. And that's really the direct result of his wise request of the Lord. When God offered him anything, and I mean anything at all, all he had to do was ask. Solomon asked for wisdom and understanding and discernment so that he could be a good and faithful king to God's people. And God blessed him with such wisdom as the world had never seen before. 
People came from near and far just to hear Solomon's wisdom. Likely in the hopes that at least some of it would rub off and they would learn a thing or two themselves. But wisdom only gets a person so far. Wisdom can't save. Wisdom doesn't work for forgiveness of sins. Our wisdom alone won't get us into heaven. We know this because even the great and wise Solomon fell into great shame and vice later in his life. His love for many foreign women caused him to fall into apostasy and idol worship. We all have made foolish decisions in our lives. We all have known better and still done or not done what we knew was better. We all succumb to the temptations of the flesh from time to time. We all are weak, and our wisdom fails us. We need more than just wisdom. We need Jesus. Our text is, in fact, all about Jesus. In it, wisdom is personified, giving human characteristics and abilities. Wisdom in our text can stand and call. It speaks and instructs. It is brought forth into existence like a child is born. It rejoices and delights. But notice specifically what Solomon says about this wisdom. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of old. Ages ago I was set up, at the first, before the beginning of the earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no springs abounding with water. Before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills, I was brought forth. Before he had made the earth with its fields, or the first of the dust of the world. When he established the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he made firm the skies above, when he established the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limits, so that the waters may not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him like a master workman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always. Rejoicing in his inhabited world and delighting in the children of man. This wisdom is not just personified. This wisdom is a person. This wisdom is the second person of the Holy Trinity we celebrate today. Jesus is the wisdom of God. He was brought forth, begotten of his Father from eternity. 
He was present when creation sprang to life. He is the word and wisdom by whom all things were made. He was beside the Father like a master workman. He is the Father's joy and delight. St. John's Gospel puts this into terms that we perhaps know a little better. Say it with me if you know. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome. Christ, the wisdom of God. Perfect wisdom that never fails or falters. Perfect wisdom that knows and does the will of the Father in all things. Not like our human wisdom with its limits and our sinful wills that so often override it. Even in Gethsemane, when he prayed with such anguish and tormented spirit that his sweat became like drops of blood, wisdom deferred to God's plan. Yet not what I will, but what you will. And that perfect wisdom of God went to the cross to win forgiveness of sins, life and salvation for all who would trust, not in their own wisdom, but in His. In Him, who is wisdom. Deny yourself and take up your cross and follow me, he says. He calls to all from his cross. To you, O men, I call. Hear, for I will speak noble things, and from my lips will come what is right. All the words of my mouth are righteous. Take my instruction instead of silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold, for wisdom is better than jewels, and all that you may desire cannot compare with me. He calls in his gospel, take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And so proceeding this in advance by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Solomon's father, David, composed this psalm. Now, therefore, O kings, be wise. Be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Trust in Christ, 
the wisdom of God. The very Son of the Father made flesh for us and for our salvation. Truly, blessed are all who take refuge in Him. And now, may the peace of God that passes all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus.